you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Welcome to Chris Voss Show. I don't know why anybody claps my horrible impression of an opera, um, um, an operatist. <laughs> I don't know what the, hell the language is. An operatist. I just made that up. Uh, so there you go. New words you would learn on the Chris Voss Show. This is why you tune in, of course. Uh, but uh, as always, we have the most amazing guests, the Chris Voss Show family. The family loves you. But doesn't judge you, at least not as harshly as your mother-in-law. And we have an amazing guest on the show we're going to be talking to today. He's going to talk about uh, how to deal with depression and other different health ailments uh, through different uh, medical procedures. And uh, some of his learned things in some of his books that he's put out, et cetera, et cetera. But in the meantime, as we tease that out to you, that, of course, is set up for the shaming of the guilting of uh, the plugs. Please refer the show to your family and friends. Have you seen them lately? They need the show. Like when you really look deep into their eyes and their soul and you think, you know, you'd be a whole lot smarter if you listen to the Chris Voss show like I do. And so tell them, go to iTunes.com for it says Chris Voss. Give us a five-star review over there. Go to Goodreads.com for it says Chris Voss. LinkedIn.com for it says Chris Voss. YouTube.com for it says Chris Voss. Did I say that? And TikTok at Chris Voss 1. And then when you sit around them with the holiday tables coming up with the Thanksgiving and Christmas, they'll be you'll you'll be able to talk about, you know, you won't be talking about politics and all that ugly stuff that makes people angry and fight at, at, at those family reunions. You'll be able to talk about, hey, did you see that really cool and interesting person who's the Chris Voss show? Yeah, I did. And then you'll just have a wonderful holiday. That's guaranteed. Wait. Uh, uh, the lawyer's yelling at me from the corner. I can't say that. Anyway, guys, uh, thanks for coming by the show. We have an amazing gentleman on the show. He's the author of several books. Uh, his latest book is Stick It to Depression. Get Back Your Life Naturally. It came out April 13th, 2021. Dr. Alexander Joannou is on the show with us today, and he's going to be talking to us about his latest book and everything that went into it, and he's going to be imparting us some of his knowledge. He is the founder of Transformational Acupuncture, and uh, he's uh, learned in all things acupuncture and uh, some of the medical aspects of it. He's a conjoint lecturer with UNSW and RACGP accredited supervisor. He's been training medical students, international medical graduates, and general practice registrars for more than 20 years to help people achieve that true feeling of peace that comes with healing. I like healing. Healing is always good. I don't like the pain of uh, injury, so I'm into healing. I'm into that. That's, that's, my, uh, that's my new hobby, healing. <laughs> I'm 55. There's a lot of damage that needs healing. And along with that, he's learned about the human psyche in his 40-year medical career as the practice principal of Northside Health at 12 Doctor Medical Center. And his practices led him to additional training in nutritional and environmental medicine, counseling, and cognitive behavior therapy. Sounds like something I need. Uh, and together with over 300,000 patient consultations, including performing over 35 
thousand acupuncture treatments. He's witnessed firsthand the complex interrelationship between the mind, the body, and spirit. Welcome to the show, Doctor. How are you? Very thank very well, thanks, Chris. <laughs> there you go. All the way from Australia. Is that yeah. correct, sir? Yeah, just outside of Sydney, a place called Coffs Harbour. There you go. As they like to say, the down under. Where does the down under come from? Why do they call it the down under? What's that about? Well, you only have to look at a globe of the world, I guess. <laughs> I mean, is so that kind of isn't that kind of rude? Don't is it kind of rude <laughs> that we always assume that North America is up here and yeah, Australia right. is down here? What maybe it's the other way? Maybe other maybe way if you flip it the other way, you know. I yeah. mean, you you guys do have We'd your be own. on top of the world then. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, and uh, that may explain. I don't know. Uh, uh, your, your Tim Tams that you guys have over there. Anyway, give <laughs> us your dot com so people can find you on the interwebs, please, sir. Oh, it's uh, stick at the depression dot com. There you go. Uh, it's yeah. very easy to remember. Stick it to the stick it to <laughs> stick it to <laughs> depression. I wanted to say the stick it to the depression, but stick it to depression uh, dot com. And uh, what motivated you want to write this book? Give us a thirty thousand uh, <laughs> overview of the book and uh, what you do. Yeah, well, it, it's a long story, but um, I've been a GP um, family physician for um, forty years now, and. Wow. Um, it all started because, you know, I was trained at Sydney University and I thought I understood how the body works and so forth mm -hmm. because I, you know, excelled in my studies there. And mm -hmm. um, and that was, went along, cruised along until about after about 15 years, I developed Crohn's disease. Oh, wow. Uh, which is, for those who don't know, it's uh, quite a nasty uh, disease of the bowel, the small mm -hmm. intestine. And... Um, uh, within a week of diagnosis, I had to have two feet of intestine cut out. I had two four-inch abscesses in my abdomen. Oh, wow. So I, I'd lost um, oh, about 20 kilos in the process, mm -hmm. and I wasn't feeling so well. But uh, I asked the surgeon after, you know, just before discharge from hospital, uh, what diet should I follow? And he said, uh, eat anything you like, you're cured. So I what? thought, you're beauty. <laughs> the trouble was within six weeks of the operation, I started getting symptoms of the Crohn's disease again. Oh, no. Yeah, so that uh, really spurred me into uh, looking at uh, alternative therapies, mm -hmm. which was a, a journey through looking at, uh, you know, mega doses of vitamins and, and various mm -hmm. herbs and ultimately to, to acupuncture. Was the alternative them taking out more of the bell? Yes, I was uh, wow. threatened uh, about a year later with uh, further surgery. Oh, wow. But uh, when I got on to, at that stage, uh, shiatsu therapy, which is a, um, acupressure, I suppose you'd call it, uh -huh. treatment, um, that that, uh, well, within the se first session of one hour, uh, my symptoms disappeared. There you go. Which, which uh, blew my mind. <laughs> wow. And that was under acupressure, and then... Mm. You discovered uh, and you moved acupuncture. To acupuncture yes, there you go. And yeah, so that was back in about '96, uh, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, so I've come a long way uh, since then. Um, basically, I've been well ever since. That is wow! That is awesome. Mm. That is that is. And have, have you found that you've been able to help other people that have similar sort of traits? Uh, uh, yeah, like absolutely. Crohn's? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And um, yes, yeah, so I'm not on any medication for it anymore. I haven't been on any medication for over 20 years. 
20 years, years for acupuncture. Wow. Uh, so uh, w would you say that most of your uh, patients are, uh, you know, walking around you on pins and needles? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that joke. Yes. <laughs> I so uh, talk to me about this book and what's inside of it and uh, kind of give mm. us a, a spin on it. You have two books, and I, my understanding is one book, uh, sick of the depression, another tool in your doctor's bag was targeted towards people in the medical doctors. field. Yeah, yeah, to help them understand how acupuncture can help their patients. There you go. And, and um, then this one was kind of more, this newer one was kind of more for the general public? Yes, yeah. It's, uh, I've been told it's quite readable and mm -hmm. uh, basically relate this sort of stuff about how I came across uh, acupuncture as a, mm -hmm. as a help. And um, I, I'd be, I'd, first learned acupuncture in about 1998 and mm -hmm. um, but it was around in 2010 when I came across a method of acupuncture that helps uh, the mental state and I go. realized that that ultimately was uh, where the real power lies because you know it's easy to try and paper over uh, problems by making you feel better in terms of symptoms of whatever problem you've got mm -hmm. but the the deeper level of healing which you spoke about uh, comes at a, a much deeper level of mind, body, and spirit, mm -hmm. and um, and the, the, I found that this acupuncture was doing it. Um, initially, uh, uh, first particular case, uh, I'd been telling my wife for some time that <laughs> who's also a medical doctor in the practice that uh, a lot of the patients I were treating for whatever medical problem they had uh, mm -hmm. said that they felt a whole lot better and that they weren't having arguments at home and. Wow. problems at work wasn't getting to them so mm -hmm. my wife kept telling me i should uh, you know look into this and sort out what's going on to prove Definitely. that it works and i thought oh, i didn't need to prove it works i know it works <laughs> but i so I, I, like both guys i ignored my wife's advice but <laughs> um then i had one particular patient who was seeing me she was in her early 60s uh, for um osteoarthritis and mm -hmm. her arthritis had got bad enough that another doctor in the practice had put her on um, opioids, oh, uh, you know, endones, yeah. oxycontin type stuff. Oh yeah. And um, and she didn't want to be on that because that's, uh, as you know, is can be quite addictive, mm -hmm. and the test tends to dull the mind and so on. Mm -hmm. Within uh, three weeks of starting the acupuncture on her, she was able to get off those, um, and that was really good. Wow. But uh, I kept going with to see how long we could, uh, how good we could really get her feeling. And mm -hmm. um, after she had been having acupuncture for about a month or two, she asked if she could stop her antidepressants. And apparently oh. she had been taking antidepressants for 16 years. Holy crap. Yes. And I thought, well, maybe, uh, okay, let's, I assessed her from the medical viewpoint and demonstrated with uh, the DAS, which is a, a depression, anxiety, stress uh, score, mm -hmm. uh, that she wasn't actually depressed at the time. So gradually withdrew her antidepressants and um, and she was fine. And not only fine, she actually said that she felt a, a sense of joy and happiness. Uh, and it was particularly uh, typified by uh, one incident, which was... Um, it was just approaching Christmas and some Christmas carolers came to her door and started singing Christmas carols and she burst into tears, but it was tears of joy and happiness because wow. she could really feel the joy in her heart. And she said she hadn't felt that for so many years that uh, mm -hmm. she had been a sort of like a numb state. 
Wow. And so you so you find it helps uh, depression a lot. The, bo the book you target yes. towards depression. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was where I thought, okay, this is a, a real meeting a real need because mm -hmm. uh, antidepressants, though it can help severe depression, there's still no evidence that it really helps mild to moderate depression, which is what the vast majority of people have. Wow. And um, and because it's working basically by tending to numb numb the emotions which mm. is really good if you're severely depressed. It tends to decrease that depressed feeling. But on really? the other hand, it oh. tends to inhibit uh, laughter and joy and uh, just uh, exuberance. There you go. So it does it take a lot of does it take a lot of sessions to break through with that? You said you you know with your Crohn's well, issue, no. it's fairly yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. I mean, usually uh, within eight weeks, just treating once a week, uh, most people mm -hmm. feel better and some people feel extremely good in that time. There you so go. It's, it, usually by the end of the eight weeks, you know if it's going to work for you or not. And it really? doesn't matter, as I say, whether you've been on antidepressants for years or whether you haven't been on any antidepressants, it still seems to work. There you go. So, I mean, acupressures or acupuncture, acupressure has probably been around for eons of time, hasn't it? To my understanding, yeah, about uh, two or three thousand years. Uh huh. It's kind of probably you know one of those things that must work. It's been around forever. It's kind of like stoicism mm. or old wisdom, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I yes. used to deal with depression with vodka, but that didn't seem to get better. <laughs> Yes, well, that uh, has problems in itself. That's been around for you at the time as well, I think. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the side effects of that are much worse. <laughs> That's <laughs> very true. I totally agree with you. So, uh, and and so you you delve into this this uh, this uh, medicinal art, and mm -hmm. uh, it's you know some people some people's perception is that that feels or looks like it hurts. Like I'm one of those. Uh, yeah, I understand that. I'm one of those people I, I, who's not into needles. Yes, it's 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 amazing because a lot of people that I see, because I'm a doctor, I see people who wouldn't normally go to an acupuncturist, mm -hmm. and I and I sort of have a discussion with them and talk them into trying it, and mm -hmm. and and I say, well, let me just put one needle in and see how you go, and and as soon as I put it in, they say, oh, is that all there is to it? No. Ah. Yeah. So that's a big surprise for people because it looks far worse than it feels. There you go. That's, uh, uh, a lot of people like fall asleep during a treatment. Even. There you go. Sounds like my prom night. Uh, so uh, <laughs> there you go. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, and depression, you found this really uh, works well in in uh, in healing people and getting people mm. engaged in in overcoming it. Um, why why do you think it's it's this is better. I mean, this is going to seem obvious, but I want to hear your words on this. Mm. Why is it better uh, for acupuncture uh, to be used over, say, Western medicine, where we just throw yeah. drugs at it? Well, of course, it can be used together. But uh, mm -hmm. the big advantage of acupuncture is it helps shift uh, blocked emotions. Mm -hmm. People seem to store emotions in their body. Oh, really? And uh, under Chinese theory, it's quite uh, acceptable that... Uh, various organs are associated with various emotions mm -hmm. and uh, uh, like uh, sadness and grief is stored in the lungs oh. and and anger and frustration is stored in the liver and if you work on those points you can release those emotions which mm. um, the thing is what we tend to do in the west is suppress our emotions we don't want to express things because we're told it's naughty to do that <laughs> and as a kids you know it's like right starts 
back in childhood where you're taught to suppress your emotions. There you go. And, so is that uh, part of the is that part of the chakras? And I was just going to say too, uh, I used to store my when my vodka drinking was going on, there was a lot of anger stored in my liver. Mm. Um, but is that where the chakras are, which you were talking about there? Yeah, well, that's that, because the, the uh, chakra system is developed by the Hindus, which is in India, mm. and uh, in parallel with the Chinese system in China. Um, mm. And there didn't seem to be any real communication between the two uh, systems of medicine over the 3,000 years. And uh, back in 1997, uh, an acupuncturist recognized that uh, the certain acupuncture points actually correspond to various chakras. Oh. And therefore, you can manipulate chakra energy through acupuncture. Mm -hmm. and, so you... Uh, so, so you do two lanes. You you've got the book that tries to help the general public be aware of acupuncturists mm. and stuff. What can can the general public uh, interact with different variations on your website and offerings there? Yes, yeah, so if they click on the start here button and mm -hmm. uh, they can communicate directly with me. There you go. And then you also have a thing for uh, practitioners to be able to uh, adapt yeah. and learn this sort of uh, yeah. Area. Well, the they system itself. It, for if you're already a, a, um, an acupuncturist uh, practicing mm -hmm. acupuncture it's quite easy to pick up this system mm -hmm. and uh, i teach it sort of and i now teach it online as a weekly session mm -hmm. and it, uh, sorry no good i was going to say i teach it as a weekly session and by the end of well even the first first night session they can go out and treat somebody start, nice. starting straight away so, Can you uh, treat yourself with acupuncture? Uh, that's I mean, a bit I mean, tricky. And you can't uh, probably get to your back. I have been known to when I when I played on the soccer field to pull out some needles to needle my knee or something. But uh, oh, there you go, there you go. I know. Um, the older you get, the more you have different pains and and different mm -hmm. things. And it, it's interesting how the body works. You know, years ago, decades ago, I used to have to go to a massage every weekend. I was running a lot of companies and there was a lot of stress and I had to go have a two hour uh, massage. And if I didn't get that two hour massage and, you know, they would explain the chakras to me, they'd be mm. like, you're, you're, you're going to be a bear for the rest of the week and be ornery and miserable and stressed <laughs> out, and, which is pretty much my uh, uh, current uh, condition at all times. Um, so this is pretty interesting. Um, what, what, to, what do you find most people, uh, what are some misnomers or myths that people have about needles other than the fact that, you know, mm. there's needles involved? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a big uh, factor for a lot of people. But as I mm. say, um, just try it and one needle and you'll be convinced it's, it's nothing like you're expecting. The needle yeah. itself actually is uh, blunt on the end. It's uh, rounded. Mm -hmm. So when, and fine as a human hair. So when you insert the needle, it tends to push uh, blood vessels and nerves to one side or the other, which is why you can leave the needle in for 40 minutes, take it out, and there's no bleeding. Ah, ah. So, so it, it, it's not like we're uh, stabbing people to death and they're just going to... No, no, where it's like if you have a blood test, for example, or, <laughs> or a vaccine, uh -huh. um, then the needle has a beveled edge. It's sort of beveled uh, sharp, so it cuts through the tissue. Mm -hmm. There you go. This doesn't. And so you counsel these uh, practitioners on, on how to do it or how to do it better. Now, is there, is there a specialized method that you do that's different than what maybe other people do in the field? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, as I say, uh, it is based on uh, chakra energy, and I've developed a questionnaire to assess which chakras that the person has issues with. Okay. And from that, I use uh, various combinations of needles in the form of a pattern, in mm -hmm. the form of sacred geometry to to trigger the uh, the chakra into shifting. There you go. And so people can uh, uh, add this to their current lineup of maybe health resources. Do you find that a lot of people that come to you are people working in the holistic area of yes. uh, medical stuff? Yeah, yeah. I've uh, mm -hmm. helped a lot of uh, massage therapists and, uh, um, and other medical doctors as well. Uh, the medical students that come to my practice usually get offered <laughs> a session to, to experience it for themselves. There you go. And so do you, are you doing a lot of online teaching where you're, you know, it's like we're in this COVID world where everything is done mm -hmm. on Zoom and all that sort of good stuff? Yes. Yeah. If, they, mm -hmm. if you go to my website, there's the details there. Just follow there you the go. Links. There you go. Mm -hmm. Do you do any localized thing where people fly out to you there in Australia? And, and yeah, well, I'm in Coffs Harbour, but on our mm -hmm. website, I'm developing a list of practitioners who've uh, studied under me. There so you go. It's a list of certified practitioners. Uh, so hopefully uh, uh, we'll get somebody in, in your area soon. There you go. I need as much acupuncture as I possibly can. I need to, uh, uh, you know, uh, that or I, you know, here around the house, we don't have acupuncture as close by. So I just use a hammer <laughs> in the head. That seems to be working for a while. I don't know. I can't feel my legs. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I make it forget about everything else. That's true. That's uh, my psychiatrist is recommending the frontal lobotomy. So I think that's what we're doing next week. <laughs> yeah, so when people see me smiling on the show and drooling down the side of my mouth, uh, well, it'd be like the last 15 years of the show. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Um, it, it, what are, uh, when you help people with depression and mm. uh, do, do you find there's any certain thing that you help people with, like any certain target of depression that helps the most, or does it help all the different spectrums of variations of depression? I know there's ADHD uh, well, and there's, you know, there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's more in the uh, um, mild to moderate range. I mean, I mm -hmm. have treated some patients with severe depression mm -hmm. uh, and who have improved uh, quite dramatically, but it does yeah. take a lot longer. Uh, mm -hmm. So it takes some sort of commitment, uh, but also it helps uh, people with PTSD or helped. Really? And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, wow. Uh, and various phobias, uh -huh. like uh, claustrophobia or agoraphobia, that sort of thing. Now, if I have a phobia against needles, because well, I, I, <laughs> I actually have this phobia, does it, it probably helps fix that phobia for me. Well, it will once you have the needle and think, oh, there you nothing. Well. That's what the Something nurse keeps telling me every expecting. time I get the vaccine, but I don't know. But no, I, well, I'm it's, it's much, uh, much uh, less, uh, much, much less pain than, than yeah, because you're just not jamming it all in there like they that's do at right. the doctor's office. Uh, yeah. You know, that's uh, you're just giving a little pinprick. So there you go. Um, but that's interesting. PTSD, we have we've had a lot of people on the show who suffered PTSD, a lot of mm. folks in the military. I think, uh, right. you know, there's talk among psychologists that that. The people experience uh, PTSD with trauma, mm. yes. uh, you know, childhood trauma or trauma mm -hmm. uh, that happens in their life uh, that yeah. can really shock the brain and stuff. And mm. so you find that that will help uh, release that and, and deal with yes. that. Huh? Yeah. And is it really the, so it's really based on that science of we store a lot of pain in the body mm. and, and a lot of our mental pain maybe in the body. Yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 
There you go. There you go. And uh, yeah. Well, this is amazing. I mean, especially where you had Crohn's disease and you got over mm -hmm. it. Um, uh, any other diseases that you found that you've helped overcome or maybe improve the condition of the patient? Yeah, um, asthma and hay fever. Really? Asthma, too? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy yeah, crap. My mom suffers from really bad asthma. Right. That would be ideal. I know, I know some people that have asthma, they usually have some trauma with their childhood and mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, we always, uh, they, they say that sometimes uh, people with asthma, they have overbearing parents that are just really micromanagers, overbearing, put a lot of fear into the child. And so the yeah. child ends up with a lot of anxiety that turns into asthma. Mm -hmm. At least yeah. that's some theories that I've heard. Yeah. Uh, I remember growing up with uh, one of our, uh, one of our uh, uh, Boy Scouts that was in my troop had really bad asthma and he was the, he, he you know but he, he had the sort of parents that would never let him out of the house that you know they barely let him come out to the boy scouts mm -hmm. with us and uh they controlled like everything he did and how he did it and he was terrorized to do just about anything uh and we're like mm -hmm. and then when he told us he had asthma I was, we're like yeah you probably have high anxiety somehow we knew that at the time i don't know mm -hmm. we were just kind of aware of it even though it was the 70s um yeah. And so, you know, that, that kind of makes sense. People mm. store anxieties maybe in the mm. body too, along with pain. Yeah. Well, it's all yeah. to do with, um, uh, well, a large part of it's to do with the autonomic nervous system, the sympathetic ah. and the parasympathetic systems. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're constantly in a, a state of fear or fight or flight type thing, the uh, sympathetic nerves are firing in mm -hmm. excess and it's the parasympathetic nervous system which uh, enables you to relax and to uh, and nourish and and build up uh, whereas the sympathetic nervous system is all about preparing you to run away or fight mm -hmm. um, uh, literally within uh, three seconds of a scare like if some guys coming out with clubs threatening to hit you within three seconds uh, your liver releases um, clotting factors to help your blood uh, clot quicker so oh, that yeah. if you if you cut or bleed mm -hmm. uh, the bleeding stops quicker mm -hmm. i mean that and and your blood pressure jumps up because it's pumping bl extra blood to the muscles uh, carrying oxygen and nutrients to the muscles to help you run or or fight and it tends to shut down the uh, the uh, um, signals to the stomach and intestines so they tend to switch off and to the reproductive system so that switches off because that's the last thing you want to be thinking about when you when you're confronted by a, an angry mob yeah uh, so you don't want to be sitting there going hmm i wonder if i should do something about this angry mob or this crazy guy coming at me with yeah, knife. yeah you just gotta yeah. act yeah. and 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 that's what it's designed for and mm -hmm. uh, and as soon as the emergency is over the sympathetic nerves switch off but the mm -hmm. thing is nowadays, uh, you know, you get stuck in a traffic jam and you're tooting the horn. Um, I went to New York recently and I couldn't believe how, how much all the time people are blowing their horns and nobody's moving, but they're all tooting away on their horns. And that just raises everybody's blood pressure and, and gets the sympathetic nerves going and you think you're going to be late for work or you haven't finished or met your targets or whatever. And so if your blood pressure is uh, constantly elevated and your clotting factors are uh, constantly being released, then you're more likely to get a stroke or a heart attack, for example. 
There you go. You know, that makes sense because, you know, we saw that with the, with the COVID crisis and the fact that there was so much inflammation in the body where the body mm. was trying to fight off the virus. And since yes. it hadn't a blueprint yet on how to deal with this new, new virus, it was over inflaming the body. And by over inflaming, it was yes. damaging, it was damaging organs because, mm. there, you know, there's a certain point where, you know, it, well, it's a well, it's a meta, it's a response for your body to defend itself. Yeah. Um, it, it can it can go overboard. You know, I mean, we see that with ADHD, where you've got too much uh, things going on in your brain, you, it overloads the brain. Yes. Um, I was just recently reading David Goggins' second book. Uh, name escapes me. I think it's never, never something. Um, but he was talking about how uh, in a, a a point where he got polymery pulmonary edema and it's a condition where the fluid builds up in the lungs and mm -hmm. it happens a lot with uh, people like him who are navy seals in fact mm -hmm. many die during training because of it because right. the training is so grueling and what they do in the water and and the, you know there's a very hard you know the hell week that yeah. they go through to become navy seals in the u.s and uh there are people who will literally die in the training because of wow. they'll get this uh lung disease this pulmonary edema and he finds that a lot of a lot of seals will have the issues throughout their lifetime uh mm -hmm. also issues with their knees because they're just overworking the body yeah and and it and it carries that stuff so it makes sense Mm, mm. Yeah, definitely. And part of the uh, training that I, I teach acupuncturists is certain points that can help uh, switch off the sympathetic nerves and switch on the parasympathetic nerves. So uh, m most people uh, leave their treatment feeling a lot more relaxed and calmer nice. uh, than when they can walk in. So the effect can be that quick. There you go. So any, any ways people can heal and everything else. So mm. uh, I guess you recommend people pick up your book and then maybe try and find yeah. a local practitioner. Is there a way that yeah. people can look up a directory of folks that have well, as worked I say, with from you? My website, yeah, from okay. my website, uh, okay. certified, list of certified practitioners. Okay. So you can find a local practitioner mm. that has worked with your method yeah. and then uh, see if you can utilize them and all that good stuff. And yes. then you'll keep adding to the website as things go. Uh, so what's the best way that people can onboard with you or get to know you better, reach out to you and, and yeah, and well, if, if they uh, click on start here, uh, I'll, I'll reply to their email. There you go. There you go. We're happy to connect. So what have we covered that we should talk about uh, that, that uh, you know, uh, we haven't touched on. Oh, there's a, a million things. I guess uh, <laughs> one one thing is uh, is is actually uh, which you probably appreciate the the World Health Organization's definition of health, which mm -hmm. is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. And and that sounds fantastic. Um, in a room of about 100 people, I asked who at the moment is in a state of complete physical, mental and social well-being. And uh, I think four people put up their hands. So and all they were us, Yeah. So <laughs> on that basis, I mean, you know, that's obviously the ideal. But uh -huh. the, the, the thing is, even today, the, the training of doctors is to look for disease and infirmity. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not trained to help assist people get into a state of joy and happiness mm -hmm. and 
you know, so the whole of the focus, especially with depression, where there's no specific blood test or, uh, you know, X-ray you can do that will show this person's depressed. It's based on a questionnaire. Mm -hmm. And the questionnaire that's commonly used has no questions about happiness and joy. It's all negative stuff about depression. Yeah. So, and, and if you score less than four, you're said to be not depressed. So as far as the doctor's concerned, uh, if, you're, if you have an absence of depression, everything's fine. But the absence of depression does not equal the presence of happiness. You know, there's a world uh -huh. of difference between the two. There you go. Uh, you know, uh, this is really interesting. I've got a couple friends, actually, that were in the military that have PTSD and they struggle with it. Mm. I'll have to make a recommendation to them to check it out and, uh, yes. uh, and uh, see if it can get some support there. So I'm glad yeah. you come up with this. This is really interesting. Thanks. I mean, it's just amazing you overcame the Crohn's disease yeah. um, and different things uh, and, and, you know, anything that can help people. And I know that sometimes... You know, you go to the doctors and they, they're just like, well, let's uh, slice and dice you up into little pieces and mm. I'm sure you'll feel better then. Or here, yes. take uh, here take these 50 pills that will interact with you. This, here in America, we're really big on that. We're like, here, here's a bunch yes. of pills and then half of them half of them have horrible side effects and the other half will, will yeah. uh, misinteract with each other and mm. actually That's make right. things worse. And then uh, you're going to have to take a third pill to... Uh, counteract the two pills you're taking that are yes, that's exactly right. Very, <laughs> actually, it's all too common actually yeah we actually have a commercial on tv they're like hey are you taking that one pill you know so you got side effects uh or if you take it with another pill you know so you have side effects we have this new pill that helps uh counter the side effects of that and then uh i don't know if you ever watched american tv but then they read off like a half an hour list of all the potential side effects of any drug you know, it's like, hey, do you suffer from depression? If you take this pill, you won't have depression anymore. But you might have a colonoscopy bleeding, uh, liver disease. Uh, your kidney might just wander out of your body, and uh, you'll probably see uh, everything in double for the rest of your life. Yeah. But uh, it will fix your depression. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just yes. like, uh, why? It's not good. It's not good. Uh, that thing is people want a quick fix. And, uh, um, you know, um, things like depression, it's it's often a lifetime of learning and you've got to unlearn bad habits or, uh, or bad ways of thinking mm -hmm. to uh, improve your life. And uh, uh, that takes effort. There you and, go. Uh, but at least with the acupuncture, the effect, uh, the calming and relaxing effect can work from the very first treatment. So that you know, helps give the person hope and motivates them go. to keep coming back. Well, hopefully that's what we've done. We've given some listeners hope out there, and uh, mm. their practitioners. They can reach out to you if they're uh, people in the in the uh, in the you know just your average everyday person. They can grab your book and they can maybe seek out some local help. Uh, anything further you want to uh, plug before we go out? Oh no, that's uh, that's all. Um, you know, I'm just uh, looking out particularly for any acupuncturists who are interested in learning this method. Uh, mm -hmm. I've uh, trained some uh, uh, Canadian acupuncturists, but no mm -hmm. uh, American acupuncturists at this point. There you go. Maybe we need more of that. We're, we're too much in steeped in American to this whole pill, pill popping culture mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just do surgery. And, and, uh, you know, I've, I've learned a lot about holistic health. I mean, just eating better sometimes. Mm. Uh, maybe getting off the vodka that can help too. From that what I understand, help. yeah, I got off that, and my body is like, "Thank you, thank you very much. Yes. We, we're yeah. going to treat you better, and we like you better now that you 
cut off that booze. And uh, now if I can just get off the heroin and meth, I'll be fine. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding, people. I've never done that. Don't do that. Don't do that. The attorney says we have to say that, even though there's jokes. Uh, so th thank you very much, doctor, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Pleasure. Give us your dot .com so people can find you on the interwebs. Yeah, uh, stick it to depression.com. There you go, folks. Let's stick it to depression once and for all. I'm for that. I suffered depression most of my life. Uh, so there you go. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com, Fortress Chris Foss, and uh, Chris Foss One on TikTok. Thanks so much for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, Chris.